Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about how your you know, philosophy and health, where is it rooted? Is it rooted in fear or is it rooted in a belief that your body is amazing and health is the natural state, that that's personally what we believe, that health is the natural state, that most of your life you're living out health, and that there are times where maybe you come in contact with something and you have healthy immune responses. Other people would call that getting sick, but it's technically a, a healthy immune response. But but that what what lens are you viewing your health through? Yeah, and to, to extrapolate that one step further um, – not only what lens are you viewing your health through, but what effect does that have on your life? And what effect does that have on your health? And why is that important? I like that. And this all came about because right now there's obviously the newest um, scare in the media that uh, the, the, you know, the, the next thing that's going to kill all of us coming over <laughs> from, you know, across the, the sea. Um, but I just want to rewind and go back in time a little bit and just remind you guys that in 2002, the West Nile virus was going to kill us all. I do. I remember that. I was um, younger than, obviously, as we all were. <laughs> we were in 2002. We were, we were a little young. younger then. We were all a little younger, but I remember. I remember that. I remember um, being. I was still in school and college then, and I remember the West Nile virus being um, the thing that was coming for yep. us. Mosquitoes. We were going to die from mosquitoes. Yes. And then in 2004, we all had to wear um, face masks. I didn't, but you know, because SARS was going to kill us. Yes, that was the face mask one. 2004. Yeah, we were also younger then. And then we had to break out our, we had to keep our face masks into 2005 because bird flu was going to get us all. The bird flu. Yes. In 2009, um, it was Miss Piggy and the swine flu. The swine flu. Wasn't that like the the meats that you're eating or what was the swine flu? Was it just, just a flu that was the swine yeah, flu? Yeah, so just what they a, called it? a flu oh. that... That wasn't like somehow mad cow it was disease. tied to yeah, yeah. pigs. Yeah, okay. mad cow disease was in there somewhere, probably um, just before that. I, I'm, right. I'm willing to bet it was back in early 2000s. Um, somewhere in there also was killer bees. I don't know if you remember that one. We were all going to die from killer bees. Really? In 2014 was Ebola. Oh, Ebola was going to get us yeah. all in 2014. The full suits, yep. like the monkeys. Yep. Mm-hmm. 2016, Zika virus. Remember everyone was getting... Uh, yes. You know, getting uh, like uh, meningitis and hydrocep- hydrocephalus. Yes, and, and all, I had some. I, I I remember encountering some people because that's when I was having kids then, and some, you know, friends that were pregnant, and they had some very deep fears. Yep. Very scared. And now in 2020, it's the coronavirus, and everyone's freaked out about the coronavirus. And here's the reality: is that none of these things came to fruition as being the epidemic, pandemic. That, that we were told all they are is they're just constant fear mongering from, um, you know, this media propaganda machine. It's the, it's not media. It's the pharma media propaganda machine. So it's this, this whole idea that we need to be kept in fear about our health mm-hmm. because when we're kept in fear about our health, 
then we believe that we need something outside of us to be healthy, that we're under attack, we're under siege, and that we're not healthy, we are susceptible, and we need something to be healthy. And then here comes pharma to save the day, right? And and I do my own sound effects. Um, Here comes pharma to save the day, and they're going to have, you know, the vaccine, or they're going to be working on something, or they're going to... And so it's this whole idea that we need... You know, pharmacology, we need our, you know, our doctors, doctor, we, we need, need our, mm-hmm. health health insurance even. I mean, health insurance, the way health insurance started is kind of interesting. Um, and, and you can go back and read this. It was it was literally two men who, who, this is not how health insurance started. This is how insurance altogether started. Two men who were betting on whether they're two wealthy financiers who were financing um, trade and they were betting on, I believe it was Lloyd's of London. They were betting on whether their ships would come in or not. Oof. And so it was just simply betting. And that is what ended up and then, you know, insuring essentially is just betting on whether a problem is going to happen or not. Right. Insurance companies actually go and buy insurance when, you know, they, they there's a whole chapter called reinsurance where people actually buy insurance to insure insurance companies for things. And so the reality is that insurance is not um, something that we need. It can be helpful at times. It can be a luxury, but it also can be your downfall because if you if you believe that you need insurance, if you believe that you need you know uh, pharma, if you believe that you need a doctor and you don't believe that health is something you already have, then they have you stuck in their system. And the yep. more you use your insurance, the more you use your health care, the more you see your doctor, the less healthy you become. Yes, yes. And, you know. I think that that for a lot of us, we would view um, there's a lot of people out there that view their health insurance as the system that was set up to help them get healthy, to provide them the best outlets to get healthy, to pay for their health um, and to, to ensure that they live like a life of health. Yeah. And so. None of those things are accurate. None of those things are true. And to look at it through the lens of it's actually just a bet. Like it's it's just it's just not, calculations. Not, not only it's that, but everything on... everything that health insurance covers, right? Right. <clears throat> they don't cover anything that makes you healthy. They right. don't cover your <clears throat> organic food bill. They don't cover your gym membership. They don't cover. They re- barely cover chiropractic care the way they should. They don't. They don't cover any of those things. And what they do cover is they cover medication. They cover surgery. And so if you took a healthy person and you gave them medication, they didn't you know, need in quotes and, and surgeries they didn't need in quotes, they don't become healthier. No. And so surgery and drugs are not what make us healthy. They may buy us time. We've talked about this. It's like the fire department. Right. If your house is on fire, you want the fire department there. If the house is not, the, the idea though is that the fire department, you never want to come in contact with them if you don't have to. Yes. And so that, that's the general idea with medicine is we know that yes, they can potentially step in and save your life in, in, in the event of a, trauma or something that's, you know, uh, end stage, you know, they might buy you a little time, but the reality is it doesn't make you healthier. Right. It doesn't make you healthier. And so, you know, Walter Cronkite, if you remember him, um, Walter Cronkite used to say, he was quoted as saying that the healthcare system has nothing to do with health, isn't caring or systematic. Wow. And if you watch an episode of House, you know, and they're throwing ideas against the wall and seeing mm-hmm. what sticks, you realize that there's a lot of guessing that goes in on healthcare. There yeah. was a, a research study at Johns Hopkins that talked about only 15% of what they do 
is considered to be scientific according to the scientific method, that 85% of what they do is guesswork. Right. And so what's interesting is how often are they correct when it comes to diagnosis? The same thing was true. It was about 15% of the time wow. that they were actually correct. And 85% of the time, the initial diagnosis isn't accurate. Wow. And so you really have to start to question. Now, here's the thing. We're not here to talk bad about medicine. What we're here to ask is, what are you anchored in? Yes. Where are you anchored? Are you anchored in fear when it comes to your health? Or are you anchored in a belief that your body is healthy and that health comes from within and that you need very little medical intervention, that what you really need is good food, right. being outdoors in nature, sunlight. You know, you're not immunosuppressed. You don't have an autoimmune issue. You probably have a lifestyle deficient of good food and sunlight. I, I always say I'm solar powered, yeah. right? <laughs> I'm, I'm solar powered. I always say we're complicated house plants. We are, we're right. house plants with spinal cords. Right, right. And so here, here's the reality. And, and, and part of the reason, you know, you and I, I was asking you this today about is you, you made a great comment, which is how do you know what you're rooted in? And your answer was, what do you do when it, when it proverbially hits the fan? Well, I, and, it, and that, listen, that's true in your health and it's true in any single aspect of your life. How committed to your, how committed to your marriage are you? Well, it's not on your honeymoon. Yeah. It's not when things are really, really amazing that you get to prove that. You get one or two chances in your life. For better when, or like, worse. Well, this is wor- this, this is, is worse. worse. This is the thing. Like there, and 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 I and I think that this is true. You know, marriage, your job, your kids, your your you know everything that have relationships with your friends and your family. You will have these instances that pop up, and they're not every day. There there are a few times in your life where you get to prove what your real character is. And what happens in those times in your life? Like, how do you how do you show yourself? And listen, I've been blessed with wonderful examples. I watched my parents live their life the way that they've lived their life. When they've come into really huge things, they've shown their tremendous amount of character. And so I've, I've had a beautiful example of that. But there's also other people that you can look around to in your life and see the tremendous examples of character that happen. And those are the instances when you really get to show um, your, 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 how you raise your kids, how you live in your marriage, how you act in your health. Yeah. So when you feel good is not the time that I mean, that might be when you establish your philosophy of health, but it's not when you prove what you're anchored to in your health. Yeah. So tying this back to this recent thing in the news, every time something like this pops up, and I just read you, what, seven or eight of them over the last decade? Terrifying. And every, every, and every time they pop up, people freak out and they're, they're you know, I, have, I had a lady come into my office the other day and she's like, I got to travel over to, you know, over to Asia. I got to go to, you know, Japan and this and that. And she's, you know, asking me about this virus and I just laughed and I'm like, it's not an issue. It's right. not an issue. Get adjusted. Take your vitamin D. Eat well. You're not the coronavirus. It's not like, I mean, do you know how many viruses are out there? Right. You know, there, we have your body has 70 trillion cells. Okay. Seven, right. 70 trillion with a right. T. And you are more viruses than you are cells. Right. You have more viruses in your body than you have cells by, by, by a, 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 a multiple factor. Right. So knowing that there are all these different viruses out there, it's like one, one of them is going to go out and start attacking everybody. That's not how it works. That the only people that become susceptible to something like this 
are people who already are immunocompromised, that their lifestyles right. are so degraded that they're unhealthy and therefore one measly little virus right. can wipe them out. Right, you know, right. We always talk about this every year, like cold and flu season. There's no such thing as flu season. There is post-holiday uh, celebration right. body bodily havoc. Yes. That like people eat too much crap, they stay up too late, they drink too much alcohol, and then all of a sudden it's like the flu. And they're and not exposed. It's to, not the flu. They're not in the sun. They're not getting they're their not vitamin in the sun. D. The weather's a little tougher. Right. There's more stress on their bodies. They right. just spent too much. They're worried about their credit card bills. Yes. And, and then yes. and then all of a sudden it's like it's flu season. It's not flu season. No. It's 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 every year this time. It's what do we do to ourselves? Yeah. It's and not like the flu just magically flies in from somewhere on the back of a unicorn and starts, you know, <laughs> ca causing it's it's such a ridiculous notion. And when does flu season typically start? Mm, around Halloween when everybody passes out all the sugar in the world to all the kids that they that that will take it and they just gobble it all down and then that's that's the start of everybody getting sick. Yep. And then it doesn't end until people, you know, vacate the premises and go on spring break and get some sunshine and, and you know, like maybe eat some fish and maybe have a little bit of a different exposure in their life. And it's funny that it's like it's like right as, you know, flu season's finishing up, we have to have one of these pandemic scares every so often just so that people, um, you know, are, are fearful for their health all over again. So here here's what I want to let's turn let's turn this make this positive because I want to talk about what are what are what should you be anchored to? Yes. And and why what is it? OK, so here's a here's a big why for us of why we want to rip people out of this mechanistic model, this mechanistic mindset and bring them over to vitalism, show them the the light side, show them the way um, because the mechanistic model is terrifying. If I was riding the waves of all of these diseases and all, and all of this information and felt like I needed to run to a savior um, doctor to be able to hand me the magic pill to take. And if I didn't take it, I was going to die. That's a terrifying existence. Like, I don't want to live like that. No, and it's like it's like it's like, you know, you use the example of being married. It's like going into a relationship thinking that at any given moment that person could leave or, you know, they're going to find somebody else or whatever. So like you're, you're going through your, and you can never fully enjoy the relationship because right. you're always worried about the worst case scenario rather than building a strong relationship right. with this person. You know, it, it, it's kind of the reactive versus proactive that nobody, nobody usually goes to marital counseling when it's good. Yeah. Right. Nobody, um, nobody, uh, I, I know there's so many examples of this, but you know, people don't seek out counseling when for themselves personally, when they're happy, they don't, you know, they're, they're not, I had this conversation this weekend. They're with not mom proactive. Weekend, yeah. They're reactive yeah. because it's, it's when something hits the fan that we ignore things and we take them for granted. One of the things that we take for granted is the fact that you were created healthy, that yes. health is the natural state, that your body every single day makes new skin. Do you know how amazing that is? Like, it's incredible. It, it makes new skin every single day, a new layer of skin. And a, a every single day it's creating new lungs. And so about every 30 days you have brand new lung tissue you know, your liver regenerating about every 30 to 40 days. You have a new skeletal system, bone for crying out loud. Okay. Oh my gosh. Bone annually. You have a new skeleton annually. 
And so your body is in a constant state of renewal and regeneration. And that's where, what, where the word health comes from is your body's ability to heal. That's what the first four letters are, heal. And so when your body is constantly renewing and healing, that is health. It comes from within, that there is an intelligence that God placed inside you that causes your body to constantly be in a state of, of functioning and being well. The only thing your body wants to do is continuously be well. And so what's amazing is we can drink soda and smoke cigarettes and eat crappy food and stay up too late and be stressed and this, this and our body continues to repair to and function, whatever. And it'll do so for 60, 70 80, 100 years. Look at George Burns for crying out loud. <laughs> the guy lived to be like 100 years old and smoked cigars and drank scotch all the time. And so, and, and, we, and we are walking around afraid of a, of a virus or something like that. And the reality is that we do the damage. We do the damage right. to ourselves. That health is a gift that we have and it's something we've been given. It's already in you. It's already there. There's nothing you have to do. As a chiropractor, one of the most powerful messages that we teach is you already have health. We just help remove the interference. It's incredible. The interference happens in through thoughts, traumas, and toxins. Yes. That thoughts can create interference and stress. You know, don't 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 believe me. As soon as you get message that a loved one has a health problem or or died or something like yeah. that, the stress that that can create, you know, on you. Think about that. Chemicals, like there's chemical toxicity through yes. things we eat, things we breathe. There's chemical interferences. And then there's traumas. And those traumas, you know, things that actually affect us. Our posture can be a trauma. Uh, a car accident can be a trauma. Your own birth process may have been traumatic. And so as a chiropractor, one of the things that we do, the only thing that we really do is we look to the spine and remove interference that's caused by our, our, our own spine is designed to protect our nervous system. But the spine and the very thing that's designed to protect the nervous system sometimes, you know, and, and I would say in somebody's life, this happens multiple times in somebody's lifetime. And if it doesn't get corrected, then you're, you're building compounding stress on your nervous system that's an interference to health. And so as a chiropractor's job, the health is already there. We just remove the interference. Yes. And so I, 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 really, I really like this concept. And so what, why, why are we so anchored in, you know, not a fear-based, but it's liberating to know that you're healthy. So some of the things that Ashley and I are anchored to are we get adjusted on a weekly basis. Yep. We make sure our nervous system is always functioning well. And I go through corrective care when I've had major instances where my spine has pregnancies, pregnancies, car accidents, births, car accidents. Yep. Yep. And so we, we, we get adjusted on a regular basis to keep our nervous system primed. That's the first thing we do. And, and, we'll, and that's where a lot of our confidence resides. Right. Because when you're talking about... Being healthy, you got to talk about the system that controls healing, which is your nervous system, regulates everything in your body. There was a study done um, that they studied chiropractic patients over seven years. These were people that got adjusted every single week for seven straight years. It's incredible. And what they saw in these patients was over those seven years from beginning to end, there was a 80% reduction in pharmaceuticals consumed. Wow. 70% reduction in healthcare expenditures and roughly a 60% reduction in hospitalizations and days hospitalized. Wow. That was simply from getting adjusted <clears throat> on I a weekly those, basis. I love those stats. So then you throw on top of that, 
getting someone on the right nutrition plan. Who wants that in their life? Who wants an 80% reduction in their pharmaceuticals? Who wants a 70% reduction in their healthcare spending? I'll take it. If you're living life in this fear-based system where you're, every time that your kid gets a sniffle, you're running off to the doctor to get an antibiotic, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Even if you're using essential oils, even if you're eating organic, even if you're coming to your chiropractor every so often. Yeah, we were talking about a, a patient of mine. You know, obviously, we're not going to mention any names, and I won't. I won't use descriptors. You know, too much to where even this person would know it's them. But you know, we have a patient that they bring their kids in, they get adjusted. To some degree, you'd think they get it. Um, they eat well. They try to eat more organically. They they try to buy. Um, they try to buy you know household products that aren't toxic and, and heavily, you know, heavy toxins. They take some supplements, right? but I would still say they're anchored in fear because every time something does happen right away, they're messaging their medical doctor, they're messaging me, they're um, running over to, you know, a physician and like, well, oh, the kid has a fever. What do we do? And it's like, what are you anchored to? Uh, we, if you, if you aren't familiar with this, go back a week ago when we talked about, you can go in our podcast, go to drryanlive.com. And you can go back in the archive on our podcast and you'll find an episode we did on, you know, fevers and, and are you sick or are you having a healthy immune response? Yes. And the answer is in most cases, you're having a healthy immune response. And so people live in this fear base that there's something they have to do because, you know, they're sick and it's like, no, you're not sick. You're healthy. This is what your body is already doing the thing. Your body's already doing the thing. All you have to do is keep doing what you should have been doing all along, which is make sure. So what happens is when this kid you know, gets sick, the first thing I tell her is bring him in. Let's get him adjusted, make sure his nervous system's clear so he can have a healthy immune response. We're not treating the sickness. We're removing inter- interference so that he has a healthy immune response. By the way, he should have been adjusted for the last – you guys haven't been in in eight weeks. <laughs> right, right, Which right. is probably why his immune system's suppressed. Right. On top of the fact that – Maybe they just had a birthday party and the kid also, on top of having interference with his nervous system, also ate more sugar than he usually does. Right. Stayed up too late, whatever that is. But when our, when our, when our kids aren't feeling well, and I'll use that terminology because I, I don't, we don't say they're sick, but they're not feeling well because they're right. having a, an immune response. We just dig into the things that we already do. We do them more. So our son. This morning, um, this morning yeah, well. he has right. he has a, a little cough going on. He's not feeling well. There's like four kids in his class that all have the same stuff. And uh, so the other morning when he woke up with it, I made him some tea, <clears throat> some throat right. coat tea for some you know discomfort of his throat. That's fine. It's okay to help them feel better, right? Right. And have some comfort, but he got adjusted. Yes. And he took his vitamin D. Yes. And he took his vitamin C, and he drank water and ate very little that day because when you when you actually, to some degree, when you fast, now our son didn't fast, but when you fast from some food, there's actually an immune response that's created. That happens, right. <clears throat> that being said, we leaned into doing the things we already do more. And so he got adjusted the other day. He got adjusted again today. Again, not to treat the illness, but to remove any interference so that he fights it off really well. Um, think about your immune system a lot and your body a lot, like a computer that's been running and you've been opening and closing things. Ashley's notorious for this. She has four <laughs> browser windows open. Each one of them has 70 tabs. Don't judge me. I love all the tabs open. I need I need to keep all my but, options But right I get on her there. computer and it's like, man, this thing's running so slow. When's the last time you restarted this? And the answer is usually like last year last or something. Year. 
And, uh, and, and but but that's how life is. Life is right. like you got up, this happened, that happened, you went to work, there was a traffic jam, blah blah blah, and all this stress start, starts compounding. And then and then our bodies are dealing with this. Some of it's emotional, some of it's physical, some of it's chemical. It's traumatic. And what happens is this burden it puts on us. There was research done. Heidi Havoc did this research. She's a researcher in chiropractic and neurology, and she showed that when when patients get adjusted. That removing that stress interference to their nervous system, it's like rebooting a computer that has too many processes running. Yes. And she said that, it, that what they noticed in the brain, in the brain, not in the spinal cord, but in the brain, it was like rebooting a computer. And they saw areas of the brain start firing with, with more function, more potential, higher functioning. They saw the immune system stimulated in a positive way. IgE and IgG release, immunoglobulins were release that white blood cells release and here's what happened it wasn't that there was a superhuman response it's not like getting adjusted and unfortunately right. i've used this terminology as people get adjusted i'm like man have a great day power's on guess what the power was already on right but there was interference in the way right and when we adjust them remove the interference they didn't go to a superhuman level of function they went back to the way they were supposed to be functioning before all that stress started compounding. Does that make right. sense to you guys? Right. You can nod in your car. It's okay. I, I hope <laughs> that makes sense. That's what chiropractic cares about. That's why a, every major athlete gets adjusted, not to prevent injuries. That's not why they get adjusted. They get adjusted right. because research showed that they function 14% better when in reaction time when they're getting adjusted. Why? Not that they're, they weren't 14% better. Right. They were 14% worse because they hadn't been getting adjusted because the stress that was compounding on their nervous system was was diminishing their abilities over time. And as they got adjusted, restored, it's a restorative act that we're going back to the way God intended us and created us by taking care of the system that he gave us. Your chiropractor didn't give you your nervous system or your spine. God gave you your spine, your nervous system. But when you get adjusted, you're removing interference and you're living out your best version of you. And when you're doing that, you're not worried about the stupid coronavirus. You're not worried about the swine flu. You're not worried about Zika. You're not worried about Ebola. You're not worried about a cold. You're not worried about a cough. And if you do come in contact with something, you know, you're going to kill that crap. How? Sorry, sorry. With a, with a fever, mm -hmm. with mucus, with a cough with those are good things, not right. bad things. Yeah, you know, we were walking in yep. to record, the, or we we're walking in to do the show today, and this lady's like, you know, people should stay home when they're sick, and I get it. Like, I, I agree with that. Like, right. people should stay home when they're sick, but the reality is, patients come in. I have people come in sick all the time to get adjusted in my office, and they're like, they'll say things like, oh, I don't want to come in, I want to get you sick. I'm like, you're not going to get me sick. I'm here to get help you get healthy. Yes. You're not going to get me sick. I, I, I take care of myself. I get adjusted. I, I take my vitamin D. You're, that little virus, like you're going to cough on me and get me sick? No way. My body knows how to kill that stuff. It's so good. My body knows how to kill that stuff. Not in this body. No. It's not <laughs> happening. You know, my, that, but where's your mindset? Is it fear-based? Is it health-based? Because the opposite of health is, is fear. It's not right. sickness. It's fear. Right. Fear of losing your health. And then sickness is, is the absence of health. Yes. Sickness is not an entity. It's not a thing. Heart disease is not a thing. Cancer is not a thing. It's a loss of normal function. Yes. Cancer cells are healthy cells that have lost their health. Heart disease is a healthy organ that has lost its health. 
It is not an entity. It is not a disease. There is no such thing as disease. There is dis-ease, a lack of proper function. Now you can point. You, I mean, I, 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 if there's a doctor listening, I know I just tick somebody off because they're like, "What do you mean? <laughs> I've treated heart disease my whole life. I'm a surgeon." Blah, blah blah. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. You've treated unhealthy hearts. Yes. There's no. You didn't. You can't. Nobody can point to something and say that's disease. You can point to a, a tumor and say that's a tumor. That's it's not cancer. How do we know that? Because you pull out the tumor and then what comes back? Cancer. So they didn't remove the cancer. Where's the cancer? The cancer is your lifestyle. That's the cancer. Whew, this is good. And I just could say, and so here's the thing. Are we fearful of cancer? Absolutely not. Right. Are we fearful of heart disease? Absolutely not. Right. Because, because we have a better way. And one of the things I want for you guys, I want you to have a better way. And it's not just chiropractic, although chiropractic philosophy is one of the only healthcare systems out there that has a philosophy that says, no, health is the natural state. Health is more powerful than sickness. Health is more powerful than disease. That, that, that you're not walking around dodging disease. You're walking around in a state of health. And your lifestyle is such that you're collecting a burden over time and your body is doing everything it can to overcome that right up until the very end, right up until the very end. And so if you guys, if that's new to you, please keep listening to our podcast. Go to drryanlive.com. Listen to more episodes. You know, listen to the chiropractic philosophy when it comes to heart disease or cancer or or headaches, or any of those things. But one of my questions to you is, do you have a doctor, do you have someone who's working with you to keep you healthy? Do you use a chiropractor? Do you use an acupuncturist? Do you use these things? And do you use them mechanistically? Do you only go when you're having a problem? Or do you do those things to stay healthy? Yes. There's research done that says the more time and energy and money that that you spend proactively on your health, you're going to save it on the other side four or five-fold. Fidelity Investments did a study on this. I don't have all the stats right in front of me. I remember reading it years ago. But you're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on your health if you don't do it proactively. Thank you guys for joining us. Go to DrRyanLive.com. That's where you can find our podcast. That's where you can sign up for events coming up here in the future. And that's where you can schedule a new patient appointment. Thank you. Join us this and every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.